Hi, I'm Wack. Hi, and I'm Pat. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Weekly Orbit, the week ending Friday, November 24th. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there in America. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving, Wack? Yeah, it was great. Thank you. It was uh, quite relaxing. Spent a lot of time with family. Saw people I haven't seen in a while, which is always lovely. And it, it was nice. That's great. How about you? I had some tur turkey chili. Um, my friend, he had his bar open for the evening and I helped him bartend a little bit. That's so lovely. So we had a good time. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. So we got uh, quite a few things to go over this week. Let's start with uh, some stats. Uh, start with the uh, price of uh, RPL. Uh, American dollars were at $29.02, up 3.8% on the 24-hour chart. But let's take a look at the seven-day, see where we are. We started out last week around $27.50. Uh, as I said, we're at $29.02. Uh, let's see how we're doing against the ETH RPL ratio. Um, last week, we were at 0 0.0141, and right now we're at 0. 0.138, so down just a little bit on the ETH ratio. Um, any comments on the week with RPL? It's been it's been a, f a pretty flat week, but it looks like um, the prices are kind of um, heading towards key resistance areas. Bitcoin today went above thirty eight thousand, um, which is the first time it's done in this bear market. Um, Ethereum is getting ready to go across its bear market high of. $21,040, um, no, sorry, $2,140. I like, I like yeah. the positive yeah. attitude, though, about the $21,000. We'll, we'll be there soon. <laughs> we'll be there soon. Yeah, $2,140 kind of got to get past that limit there. And I think depending on what happens with Ethereum and Bitcoin, kind of that might set the direction. Um, then hopefully, you know, on the if it's going upwards, hopefully RPL will be able to outperform on that movement. Um Hopefully, we'll have a good week ahead of us, but it all depends on what's happening in the wider crypto market. Sure. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, this week, we had a payout of the smoothing pool uh, mm -hmm. on Wednesday or Thursday, depending on your time zone. Um, it was, we had about uh, 352 ETH in there. That's up from last month, the month before, we were at about 272. Um, so, a little better than last month probably kind of on average if you look at the chart on the rocket scan um we've gotten more node operators now so it kind of evens out you know the, when we spread out the smoothing pool amongst everyone any any thoughts on the smoothing pool for last reward period yeah so as um like the last few months you know the gas Price have just been going further and further down. There's been less volatility. Um, so we've had a slow bleed of um, the smoothing pool money coming in. You know, the smoothing pool thrives when there's volatility in the market because that's when people pay big money to get included in that same block or the next block. Um, and without the volatility in the market, then you don't capture much of that MEV or tips. But what's happening now is that, you know, we're starting to see the first trend of the, the be more gas demand on Ethereum, but also um, some volatility that's ac actually adding towards um, there being MEV opportunities. So, you know, we broke a five, four month downtrend here. There was like, you know, the previous four months were getting lower and lower as each month went by. And then this is the first one that's kind of... Um, broken that downtrend and increased and hopefully you know in the coming months or you know 18 months two years um that could be a strong uptrend of burning and mev and then we all do well with that 
So there's a direct correlation between the price of gas and the amount that will be we'll see in the smoothing pool. So for example, if we have average guay of 50 guay for the month, is it expect the expectation that MEV will be also up? Not necessarily. The thing that gets you the best MEV is when there's volatility in the market or when people are rushing to act in one way or another. Those are the days where you get like a lot of a lot of volatility that's happening. And in the last you know month we've had a lot of um price action, price, you know, going up and down, liquidations, um, people covering their uh, loans in DeFi positions. And those are kind of things that really um, help you get those um, good MEV blocks. Now, high gas means high demand. High demand means opportunities for people who might want to edge the market. And in that situation, there might be a correlation between um, high gas prices and bigger MEV blocks. But I don't. I think it's more stronger. The correlation is stronger with volatility more than it is with sustained high grass prices. Gotcha. Well, that's an, it's a great feature that Rockapool has that we are able to share in the reward, these MEV rewards amongst others. Where you know, on other protocols or if you're solo validating, um, you know, you can't participate in it something so. something really funny i just realized is that i've stopped covering this number on rocket fuel i've just oh, yeah? stopped, i've just stopped thinking about this moving for this just something that exists you know and it just does its thing yeah. and i've not even paid attention to it in a while so unless there's yeah, any, like, definitely should mention yeah. it because it's a good selling point for rocket pool mm. that we have yeah. and if, you know every 28 days you get a little extra eth i mean yeah. it's it's like icing on the cake yeah it's it's a, it's a really great really great feature well Another great thing that happened this week, finally, uh, after months of speculation, the new rocketpool.net website has launched mm -hmm. and it looks spectacular. Um, I have it in dark mode right now for those viewing. Mm -hmm. um, Sleety has done the graphics or yeah. animations and they look really, really sharp. Um, a nice clean look, you know, they and it's broken up into... Um, liquid staking uh, for our ETH. And if you click the stake ETH, it takes you right to the uh, page where you can uh, stake your ETH. Yep. The next section is node staking, uh, gives the uh, APR on a weekly basis right now, 7.09%. Uh, the amount of ETH staked, node operators and regions. And then um, also solo migration uh, page where if you're solo migrating or you have a sole node operator, you want to move it over, uh, takes you there. And also finally DeFi integrations. Yeah. So, um, long time coming and it's finally here. looks great. Yeah. Um, any opinions on the new, the new layout? It looks good. Yeah. It, it looks really good. Like the dark mode is beautiful and there's, I, I like that there's still orange there, but it's definitely yeah. like, you know, more of a, um, an accent now rather than, everything being orange we got some alpha right. this week that uh, there's a new version of the works the website being worked on where there'll be an orange mode so for those of you who like <laughs> you know really miss really miss the orangeness of the rocky pool website you know you'll be able to click on orange mode and relive those glory days 
but um there's a whole lot of detail <laughs> on this website as well like if you scroll right to the top pat you'll see that um you'll see that there's um all these different sections like you know liquid staking section node uh, staking section governance section protocol section and these there's a lot of information that you can kind of dig into on the website in these different sections and um you know this is going to be a really nice resource for uh, the community to kind of go and have a look and see what's going on in these different areas and newcomers especially you know will be able to um see this this website's like a really easily navigable website and it's full of really rich content it looks really good i think this makes much stronger first impression for rocket pool now than the previous website did i agree too yeah, yeah with the with the, the oranges now it pops because mm -hmm. against a, a black all black background or, or you know if you have the regular mode of all white it really pops and it gives it a little, a little signature mm -hmm. um, so in this case maybe less orange is more absolutely yeah right. so on to the next thing now this has been a major topic. We're going to spend some time um, with last week. We talked about Lido CSM mm -hmm. and their Lido's planning the launch that in the fourth quarter of next year. And this has really launched a uh, fire under the butt of the rocket pool community and team. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, I, I, I like it. Um, I feel that from the discussion, we're letting the leash off the dogs in a way like let's brainstorm let's use the mega brains out there that we have from the team to the community yep. to uh, just come up with new ways that is going to make rocket pool competitive in the long run but also the short run and um, right here i've uh, got langers uh, darren has uh, posted and uh, a draft uh, well there's a thread options draft and i'll just start to read the beginning portion. He says, I had a workshop with the team yesterday morning on these options. And here are our thoughts so far. Uh, goals. There are two ways of looking at these options, safety and product. Uh, as people have discussed, both of these are important to achieve our goals. And it goes on to say the main obstacles, as everyone knows, are number one, we need to increase the capacity to mint our ETH Two, attract more node operators and ensure they do not stake with Lido and three, potentially compete with Lido on LST yield. Uh, this is extremely hard for many reasons, but I will leave it here as is. I believe it becomes more important as we solve the supply side of the equation. So this is a really nice starting point and it goes into uh, discussions um, and it's you know, quite a long thread. Um, it, initial thoughts from your side, WAC, and like high level, uh, I guess my opinion is I like the idea of, hey, let's let's um, let's brainstorm, throw every, everything against the wall. <clears throat> and the other thing I like is that um, this idea of kind of an automated system letting, you know, we have we've kind of static, for example, RPL collateral, it's 10 percent. It's always 10 percent. It's never it never moves. Um, commission, it's 14 percent. It never moves it stays and you know as a as an example like ultrasound money or the um the burn on ethereum it's so elegant because it's it's always moving the, the amount of burn goes up or down based on demand and when um it, there's not a maximum there's i guess there's a minimum it could always be zero but it, it just flows and 
I feel like we're moving towards a system in general that's going to be more um, adaptable to current market market conditions and not so static. And that way we we can um, just immediately adapt to, to whatever's happening. Hmm. Okay, and still having to wait for six months for the next upgrade to do something. Right. So that's my initial top thoughts. What are yours? Yeah. So this um, was needed. This discussion is needed. Um, mm. It's vital to have this discussion right now because if we don't have this discussion now, there'll be a period in about a year's time where we could get left behind. And that is something that no one wants. And as, as a protocol, as a community, as a team, you know, all, pretty much everyone who's watching this show right now, who, watch, who watches uh, Rocket Fuel, who's in the Rocket Pool Discord or works, you know, for Rocket Pool in one way or another, we've all have RPL, you know, because we believe in the project. And with that in mind, like if, if Rocket Pool isn't growing, if it stagnates, so if it starts shrinking, then that does not spell good good things for Rocket Pool. So um, the the option is that you either do nothing and and then get eaten alive basically by Lido, um, Lido CSM or other, um, you know, more nimble or adaptive staking protocols, or, you know, you make the tough decision now, you do the tough work now of um, coming up with a better system, and then you do the hard work and start adapting, start changing, start um, evolving, really. And evolution is painful, you know, like it's, it's, it's tough. You know, there's going to be some really difficult conversations that come up in the community. There's going to be a whole lot of work that people are going to have to do to make sure that, you know, everything is thought through and we try to take the best decisions possible. And this is going to go on for a while. So there's a couple of different ideas right now of what the process might look like. Um, it, right now it might be that you know there's a couple of different ideas that will be pushed forward um and different kind of community members are um kind of leaning one way or another so it looks like you know we're going to try to get those modeled out uh, maybe four five six ideas so even in that screenshot left that you just scrolled past from langas you can see there that like the one above this um the image that one yeah um you can see that you know there's these different these different um different aspects here and different um, things and the orange boxes are what the team you know the, the initial thoughts or preferences not necessarily preferences but just the ideas are leaning towards um and then how that might work later you know so there's a whole bunch of different different avenues of research that need to be taken um there's a whole lot of discussions that need to happen and it looks like you know the thing that makes me so happy is that this isn't something that we've kind of hidden away from or are avoiding or kind of putting our heads in the sand about, you know, this is something that's really difficult and we are understanding that it's difficult and we want to approach it and we want to fix it. So with those, with those kind of ideas in mind, um, I think that, um, you know, we're in a position where we will hopefully be in a position where um, I think we can really um, put forward some really good solutions in a few months time and, of potential solutions i should say and then that's where the you know the, the wider community can kind of talk it out and um, share their opinions share their ideas share their preferences and you know hopefully going into next year um about a year from now you know maybe a little bit less time um we'll be kind of implementing some of some of the things that we're talking about now so there's a long path ahead of us it's not an easy path it's going to be a really tough path and um you know, we'll get new people along the way. Some of the people who are here now might not stay the course, but mm -hmm. 
um, I, the thing that really gives me heart is that, you know, people are approaching this with seriousness and with, uh, with passion and with their big brains. So that's, that's always yeah. a, a really, really, you know, positive thing. And, um, that's, that's why I'm so positive about this. I think it's going to be really great. Yeah. One specific idea, um, being thrown around is, you know, having to stake RPL and mm -hmm. there's an idea of, well, how about if you have you could say, okay, you don't have to stake any RPL, but then your commission is lower. However, if you do stake RPL, you get a higher commission. And that's just one idea, for example, because yep. there's been some folks who just don't want to do RPL, mm -hmm. but you still want to have some value capture with mm -hmm. RPL, right, for the token. And if you say you are one of those folks who, you know, what, I'm going to stake RPL uh, because I want the higher commission, uh, because there's probably less node operators who are doing that, you're your rewards on the RPL will be higher because mm -hmm. now there's less people in that pond of uh, node operators who are staking RPL. So it's kind of incentivizes you to do that if you want, but if you don't, you're going to still give you a competitive R uh, APR on your, on your stake. If you just want to do just vanilla ETH and that's it. So it's like one idea being kicked around, which I thought was really interesting. And of course, maybe, perhaps maybe that the, the commission and the, the that amounts, those can vary based on the day and market demand. So it's kind of an automated process. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, was there anything specific you saw that um, through the thread that um, caught your eye? Yeah. like Just kind of um, kicking around there's, ideas. There's idea that Nosho has been talking about for a while, which is like um, dynamic, dynamic commissions. And then um, there's other ideas as well, like uh, that uh, Jasper has been talking about, about how um, you remove um, RPL inflation, basically, you get rid of RPL inflation, you don't need to um, stake any RPL to be a node operator anymore. But then what will happen is that you can still stake your RPL if you want. And um, then people who stake RPL will get ETH rewards from um, the RETH holders. Uh, they'll they'll give a percentage of their, their um, commission will go to node operators, a percentage of it will go to RPL stakers, and a percentage of it will go to the DAO to carry on with you know, all the different things that the PDAO does. So that's another idea. Mm -hmm. there's, like I said, there's a whole bunch of different ideas. And this is, of course, you know, there's always, um, this isn't necessarily, um, you know, breaking away from mega pools. So we're going to have to figure out how mega pools fit in with that and how RPL collateral will work there. So there's, there's a whole bunch of different um Ideas. There's literally like too many ideas right now to to yeah. kind of group them together, and I I I really think that you know everyone who's watching this and everyone who's serious about Rocket Pool should um, get involved in this in this discussion, um, and you know really um, take part because these are the places where you know your voice counts going forwards, and um, it's really important that you people get involved and share their opinions there's no such thing as you know bad ideas there's no such thing as um bad questions um, as long as you're approaching in good faith you might encounter a little bit of snark but like you know it should, it should be it should be okay like you can you can deal with it but um you know i'm i'm not a person who can really uh, or doesn't really contribute you know at those levels of like intense thought but um i bring encouragement and i bring i bring um you know uh, a lens that i can like show show wider communities and try to like relay that message but there's there's different ways of contributing right like you don't have to come up with a brand new novel tokenomic system on your own um you can just bring your ideas bring your questions and uh, we can all work together to make rocket pool um 
be as good as possible. Now, one of the things that we should know is that, you know, there's some early questions kind of coming up about um, what does this do to the price of RPL? Like, how does this impact RPL? Like, is RPL going to create it because of this? And the way that I've already started thinking about it and the way that I've started kind of like communicating a message about that is right now rocket pool is kind of stagnant like in terms of growth right like we've kind of we've kind of gone flat we have around 540,000 our which is the product that we sell um and you know it's kind of been hovering around that range for a few months now not much growth not much um not much reduction in supplies but not much growth in supply now that's not what we want right we don't want rocket pool to stay at three percent or four percent of the market share we want rocket pool to reach 22 percent of the market share now the price of the RPL token the way it is right now kind of factors in where the price is and some expectation of market growth. You know, that's a speculative aspect that goes on to that. However, if we if we tweak our tokenomics, if we uh, make Rocket Pool a much more attractive uh, protocol for node operators, you know, because they'll just be making so much more money, then we'll we'll have an abundance of node operators, which we definitely do not have right now. Also, on the other side, um, if we improve, um, you know, how we give commission and how we um, factor those values, then we'll make our ETH a better product for um, people who want a liquid stake. And there's a huge demand for liquid staking. We literally have millions of liquid staking tokens. Um, I'd like, you know, millions of ETH worth of liquid staking tokens are out there. Now, we know that, you know, we could, if we made our ETH more attractive, if we increase the yield on, on our ETH, then we'd have a huge demand of people wanting our ETH. So we could like really juice up both of those numbers to help Rocket Pool like propel forward um, in terms of market share and like, you know, size of stake. And with that happening, then I think, you know, any small impact that might happen to RPL um, because of the changing tokenomics will hopefully be like not only eradicated, but like massively boosted for RPL because of the huge growth that will come. So there's there's different ways of looking at it. That's how I'm looking at it. And that's kind of like the position that I'm taking. And that's the position I really believe is that by helping Rocket Pool grow as much as possible, you know, up to that 22% amount that, you know, we, we've kind of signaled that we want to be at, then RPL will definitely go along for the ride. And I think we're gonna it's going to be good for everyone involved. Okay. Well, let's uh, move on to the next topic and just a little fun stuff here. Black Friday crypto stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's a great day for sales. Uh, and there's a whole thread that you started on Discord. Um, we've got uh, $100 off a of lattice. Um, there's a two terabyte uh, uh, drive you can buy for $88.99. Forty percent off a Coinly. You know, a lot of tax uh, softwares running deals. I uh, got deals on ledgers. Uh, trade trading views got seventy percent off sale. Um, there's a funny one in here. Oh, here it is. <laughs> there's a USB cable you can get for one thousand one hundred fifty nine dollars. <laughs> that was funny. Obviously a misprint, but. Uh, yeah, so check out the Discord site. Uh, people are just posting um, deals they found online. If you're looking to buy some hardware or some get some deals on software, it'll be all here. Um, so that will wrap it up for this week's uh, show. Uh, 